0: Check, check, mic check. check. production this is the fly moto 60 show presented by Maxis tires pro taper and get data on hopemx.com taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host steve mattis
1: welcome back everybody We're back. We had a weekend off in the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, and we are back now on the Fly Race and Moto60 show. Presented by Get Maxis Pro Taper at 100%. We're going to talk about High Point coming up this weekend. It's round four of the motocross series. Yeah. Man, I'm really surprised that we've had such breakaways in this series. Like, it's early, and you don't normally see this. You see it later on in the series, but Ken Rocks and Eli Tomac, right now, in 450s, and Justin Cooper and Adam Cincirillo in uh, 250s. Absolutely uh, uh, doing a great job with with that. And you're just seeing a side of the Nationals I don't think that you normally see this early. So, I don't know. Uh, Things do change as we go east, though, so lots of things could change. The riders uh, uh, definitely enjoy the... um, East Coast ruts a little better, so that that part's good, and we could see some new guys. Marvin Muskan, very good at this track this weekend, so there is that. Uh, maybe there's some hope for a little bit of parity, or maybe Tomac, Roxon, AC, and um, Justin Cooper just take off again. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. 702-586-7857. If you have uh, something on your mind, uh, give us a call, uh, flyracing.com. We are giving away a Fly Racing Revel chest protector today. This is the uh, chest protector plastic one from... Uh, fly racing at ce certified it can be worn underneath the jersey or over top if you want to go under and run it euro style you can do that if you want to run it over top like american style you can also do that so uh thanks to the folks at fly racing for uh, making it happen flyracing.com blake baggett zach osborne benny bloss coming back this weekend uh we'll touch on bloss uh kyle chisholm has a fill-in ride at jgr suzuki for justin hill who is out uh jordan smith is out shane McArath is out jordan will be out for a little while sounds like he's finally getting that surgery so there are plenty to talk about when it comes to to the show today. Uh, again, 702 586 pulp is the is the number. So, uh, give us a call. And uh, Jason Thomas and Dan Truman will be on the show today. ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, Geico, Honda uh, as well, JGR, speaking of, of what, of ProTaper, all using ProTaper out there, and uh, whether it's a 78 bar, the oversized bar, the cross-barless bar that was first uh, brought out by Bradshaw back in the early 90s, they've got it handled for you as well as their micro line of, uh, of products, so if you have a little one who's got little hands, please check out the micro line of products. The KGSC guys uh, use it as well. Uh, thanks to the folks at Git. Aaron Plessinger coming back, I think, uh, maybe next weekend, real soon for the Monster Energy Yamaha guys. They're using Git. Justin Barca, Dean Ferris, also using Git, as well as seemingly half the teams in Europe. Uh, two-stroke and four-stroke ECUs, uh, uh, wireless uh, hour meters. Uh, Git is a lot of cool products, as well as their sister company, Athena. So please check that out. Max's tires, MXST tires are out now. Developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath, AJ, Cantanzaro, uh running Maxis um, this this uh, winter in Supercross and making some main events, so you know they're a good tire. As well as the 100%, guys, the Armega goggle is out now. The Armega, the pinnacle of vision technology from the folks at 100%. Uh, experience the Armega at uh, armega.com. Moto60 at checkout to save 25% on casual parallel accessories. So punch in the code moto60 at ride 100 and save 25% on casual parallel accessories. Uh, top racers such as Webb, uh, Ferrandez, Sexton, uh, all the Supercross champions rely exclusively on 100% goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions. So we thank those guys for coming on board. We are giving away a Fly Racing Revel chest protector today. So, uh, yeah, so uh, please call in 702-586-7857. Producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls over there. The Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up?
2: After a weekend off, I'm rested, I'm rejuvenated, I'm excited for this weekend.
1: Wow, look at you. Yeah, you're on it now. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. I like like the the vim and vigor you have. (laughs) The vim and vigor, yeah. Um, Congratulations to St. Louis Blues for winning the Stanley Cup.
2: Yeah, thank you. Because you remember that that's where I served my mission. That's why you're saying that? Or does it just have nothing to do with I that? I just
1: forgot about that. Yeah, East St. Louis. I, I served of, in
2: St. Louis. Kind of
1: right. your guys then. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, the if your... I was rooting for anyone, it would have been them. Right. Okay, fantastic. Yes. Good to hear. All right, everybody, that's Tis Legendary. Uh, 702-586-PULP. If you want to give us a call and talk some moto, uh, let's get right into it with our first guest uh, from Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. He's a German Supercross champion. He is uh Uh, montreal supercross champion he's ridden high point i don't know jt uh 30 times in your life 40 times
0: uh that's probably it's probably too many but a lot okay all right Uh, i I really never raced any local races there oh Uh, i was thinking
1: qualifiers you would head up for a qualifier or the amateur day okay nope well
0: i raced amateur day two times uh, 95 okay. and 96, I raced it, but that's it other than that. Oh,
1: all right. So, but, but, and you count 18 years of racing or 16 years or whatever it was. So yeah, yeah a lot I've of high points. <laughs> um, do you like the track? What do you think of the place? And, yeah. and tell us, take us, take us around it a little bit for these guys.
0: Well, you know, high point can be interesting because you never really know what you're going to get with that place. Uh, whether this time of year and what's us remember for years, this race used to be on Memorial Day. So the closer you get to April, May, um, the more inclement weather you're likely to have you know be in mid June now, you're starting to move out of that weather pattern, but even then, I think it's raining there today. I saw it was ninety percent there rain today, so you're always dodging rain in some form at high point. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be lucky this year. you know it looks good for Friday, Saturday. Uh, but that's really the element you're always worried about with this race is how does the weather affect the track? Uh, is it going to rain before, or is it going to rain actually on race day? You know, we've seen some epic mud races. Mm-hmm. You're much spoken about oh. with Kelly
1: Smith. Oh, it's beautiful. K- taking first. KTM's first ever win, and you Michelin know, Michelin as well. Never Michelin as well. Uh, it never gets brought up. KTM never thanks me. They don't bring me in for any of these conferences. They never mention it. It always starts with mm-hmm. Dungey. KTM's history seems to start with Dungey, and it always pisses me off.
0: Yeah, that's a fair gripe. Okay. Uh, but anyway, you know that, I mean, just 97, obviously going back to, um, all those years we had all these crazy mud races, it always has some sort of impact. Even if it's not full mud, like the rain today, will have an, it will have an impact for what we see on Saturday. You know, if, if it rains a lot, which generally it does, it softens the track. It's yep. going to make it ruddier than maybe it would be. You know, if you look back at the, at Dean Ferris's result there a couple of years ago, yep to me that was a result of a soft and ruddy track okay i'm not i'm not saying mud but the rain had an impact and it changed what we saw on race day so um yeah we have we just haven't had a ton of days where the track's perfect um it just we're always dealing with some looming weather and we might again uh which will just make it ruddier and softer still good but um, much different than the tracks we've seen, uh, especially you know Paul yeah. and Hangtown. Right. Um, but you know it's it's a weird racetrack in the fact that it's almost all off camber. Mm-hmm. There aren't there aren't many corners that are flat to where you can really accelerate hard, or you're really on the the middle of the tire. You're always kind of fighting the edge of the tire at this track. Right. And uh, yeah, I think that's why we've seen so many European guys have success at this track is just because it has that feel to it where, you know, you're always kind of on the side of a hill instead of more of a flat style track like we'll see next weekend.
1: Do you have a favorite high point that comes to mind? Anything?
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny. Uh, I will say 08 was really good, but the my favorite was one I missed, and I was watching it on TV and I was hurt and I didn't go. And it was 02, and it just it was unbelievable. And all the articles I read and all the people talking about it were saying how incredibly good it was that day. Uh-huh. And just watching it on TV, it was the track was perfect, and I didn't get to ride it. So 02. I think 02 would have been the best racetrack for High Point we've ever seen. I wasn't
1: there either. Nick Way got hurt, missed his first four, I think. Yeah, I wasn't there either in 02. So, yeah, um, yeah, it it's uh it can be an epic track at times for sure. There's some there's been some beautiful days there uh and there's been some horrific days, right? Uh, at at high point both ways. Um yeah, the the Stew RC battle was really good there. Uh Red Dog passed Chad late in a Moto in 03 to go 4-3 to Chad's 3-4 and that started that. that started hmm. the beef a little bit. Chad right. was pissed. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I remember about High Point too. Um all right, yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, Kyle Chisholm, I'm gonna talk to Dan Truman about this as well because he's he's tied in with the with the JGR guys. But uh, so Justin Hill, uh the press release came out today. Justin Hill is week to week with a shoulder injury. Chiz is filling in. Hard to believe though, JT, that um it wouldn't be like they were not gonna get Chiz for one week, right? So this has gotta be a multiple race fill in. I, I they didn't have announced the number of races, I guess, but I gotta think it's two, three, four, something
0: yeah I would think so too and if you if you follow Kyle Chisholm on his social or if you know him, he gets bored pretty quickly and he he loves dirt bike racing he's kind of the the same as Nick way or some of these guys that just won't quit Chad Reed they love racing dirt bikes uh so for I think for Chiz, once the supercross thing ended and he was sitting around for a minute his uh you know his mind started working, and where work can I where can I find a spot and what should I do? And, and his wife even makes mention here and again, you know, time and again about, oh boy, you know, what's he going to yeah. get into? Because he, he just won't sit around and take some time off. No. So it wasn't surprising in that aspect, but it, it seemed like it moved pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, Justin Hill's injury was recent and Kyle kind of filled in, you know, immediately. So there's always that question is how ready is he going to be? Because I think he's just been renovating houses and going to Disney World every day for the last... <laughs> You know, yeah. month or whatever, yeah. so that'll be interesting to um, see how prepared he can get in a
1: week. Well, I was gonna ask you, okay, are you surprised by Chiz filling in, and was there a better choice in your eyes?
0: I don't know if there was a better choice when you when you factor in all of the pieces to the puzzle you know with with Suzuki and RM Army, I you know they had a relationship with Kyle all season, mm-hmm. and I am sure they wanted to continue that. Plus, that shortens the break-in period. You know, he's used to the Suzuki. It, it takes so much out of the uh, the time frame as far as getting back up to speed. Uh, they had a previous relationship with Kyle. You know, mm-hmm. he, he rode there in the past on a Yamaha, so there's that. That's taken out of it as far as getting used to him and him getting used to, to yeah. Johnny O and Dean and all these guys you've got to have the communication with. So to me, it was a pretty natural fit. And and I don't think there was anybody that jumps off the page that results-wise that was going to improve what they could get from Kyle.
1: You just know that Chiz would have called Gare Bear and they would have hit the Nationals in a motorhome. That's what he does. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. I don't I, think I, that was going to happen. I, uh, think, I think he probably wanted to deep down, but it's really, really hard to make money racing outdoors.
1: I don't think Chiz cares, though. He's done it before. He just shows yeah, up. I guess. <laughs> it just, for Supercross,
0: there's at least a way to make money and it's worth your time. Outdoors is just so much work, and, man, it's really difficult. I don't know. Maybe you're right, right. but, man, that's a yeah. really tough proposition to, to go racing outdoors when you're not, you're not prepared. Like, he hadn't been planning on this and getting things, you right. know, lined up to do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, where do you look for him to finish first weekend out? Uh, next weekend is, is a better track form. It's at the WW Ranch. But where do you, where do you think Chiz will fit in?
0: Uh, I think somewhere between 12 and 18, Uh, he's just got so much experience and he'll have a really good bike. Um, even though he hasn't been doing a ton of prep, uh, he's, he's a guy that always stays in shape. That's just his Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yep. And I think conditions, you know, the high is going to be 80, which means, you know, 450s go first. The first moto, it's going to be more like 70. Uh, and he lives in Florida. So this is going to be a a walk in the park as far as temperature and conditions. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, High Point's not a physically demanding track, really. It doesn't get that rough. Uh, it, it. I've never raced a race at High Point where I felt tired, let's say. You know, Southwick, you get tired. Millville, you get tired. Yeah. There are a lot of tracks that just beat you. Uh, High Point's not that track. It's it's finesse, and can you go the pace? Um, not really. Man, I, I need right. to ride more and get in better shape. So that may rear its head in Florida and Southwick the two weekends after that, but I think this one will be pretty easy on them.
1: All right, so... I, I mentioned at the top of the show we're seeing we're seeing we're not seeing a lot of parody. We got Tomac and and we got Cooper and AC, and they're they're breaking away from guys a little bit, and they're they're you know it's a little bit surprising to me. Uh, Osborne's getting better. I like Osborne to start you know getting into the mix, but having said that, he still hasn't beaten those guys. And I think though, fresh uh, of re-signing, Marv may beat one of those two guys this weekend. Marv's good at this place.
0: Yeah, and will he go back to the level he was at Paula? Because he was right there with those guys at Paula. You know, he was in the mix, could have won, uh, battled all the way to the end. Took Obviously took a step back from that at Lakewood. Um, I mean, he still rode well in the second moto, got third, I believe. Third and second moto? I believe he was. Yeah. Uh, so that wasn't too bad. But, yes, you're you're still wondering if he has that elite-level pace to go with Kenny and Eli when they're on. Right. And yeah, I do agree with you. This is a track that suits him. He's done well here. He won a moto here last year. He you know, he split moto wins with Eli at this race last year. Yep. So he should be up there. Uh, I think the main question is if Kenny gets out front early in moto one, can anybody go with him? Because it haven't been able to yet. Like that well. Right. And I guess I shouldn't say that Paula, well, but yeah.
1: Yeah, Paula, he was good. Uh, Kenny Yeah, I mean Kenny was uh hot and cold there, right? One moto was great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Just two out of two out of three motos, or you know, two out of three first motos, I should say. Yep. He's just been lights out. I mean, I'm yep. talking two, three seconds a lot better than everybody. Uh, I'm still waiting for someone to go with him in that first moto uh, because if he, if they allow him, I, and I, when I say they, I mean Eli and yeah. Marvin and anybody who thinks this championship's still in their grasp. You let him win a moto, the first moto each week. He's not going to have to do a whole lot in the second moto to continue to grow his points lead. So yeah, that's one thing. If if I was Eli, man, I would I would be putting a huge emphasis points wise on that first moto, is just shutting Kenny down, and also mentally. You know, if you go out there and be like, okay, you know, we had a weekend off, we got our stuff together here, the first moto, that first moto thing where you're running away, that's we're done with that. That goes a long way mentally as far as confidence. To you know, for Eli to basically say, "Hey, man, this is this is my championship." There's a reason I have number one on my bike. Um, I just needed a minute to kind of sort out this first moto deal.
1: <laughs> I look, call me, call me a non-believer still on Roxon's title chances. I know he impressively, you know, rode at Lakewood and grabbed it back, and you know, Eli had some issues in the first moto. I just. I uh, we saw the, the, some of the coldness. It's getting hotter. We're going to WW Ranch. We're going to Southwick. We're going east. He he came on the Pulp Show and said he's kind of managed this thing and he's figured stuff out with this whatever's going on in his body. But I'm still a non-believer, man. I really am. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I think this weekend it won't matter. Yeah. The fit, the fitness thing won't matter. Uh, Florida will be the biggest test. You know, the real question will be what does the rest of the summer have in store. Because Red Bud doesn't have to be hot. Yeah, I mean, it can be. Well, you know, 2011 was one of the all-time hot races, but it doesn't have to be. I've raced there when it's in the 70s, you know, on 4th of July. So there are a lot of unanswered questions weather-wise and how will that play into the story of Ken Rockson. We we don't have answers for that. I think there are only a few races where you can just guarantee it's going to be blazing hot. Uh, Florida for sure. Um, I would say Bud's Creek for sure. But the rest of them, I'm not sold. You know, right now it's in the mid 90s in Portland and Seattle, so Washougal could be crazy hot, you know. But maybe not. It's it's cyclical over there, and just what is the what's the weather like that specific week? So if it if he gets lucky with the weather, he may not even be tested that often. And who's to say that he hasn't figured it out? You yeah. know, he's yeah, saying yeah, yeah, he's yeah. managing it. Yep we don't really know and we may not know and and we've both been saying this for over a month now that the first real test where we're going to get any sort of answers will be in Florida next weekend
1: yeah yeah it'll it'll be interesting man uh you know obviously look him winning it would be amazing it'd be a great story and and I'd be stoked I'd be I don't really pull for anybody now that Red Dog's not around but but I just I just oh man I just I I gotta see it I gotta see it so Uh, all right let's get to some phone calls here uh first up Fly Racing Moto 60 show. It's Shad. What's up, Shad? How are you, man?
3: Pretty good. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? Good. Yeah, I had a couple questions and an observation about Weston Pike. Okay. Yeah, I, um, the first two questions is, uh, doesn't he have some kind of uh, lawsuit or something going on with his uh, accident with the promoter or whatever? Um, does it not seem like he's a little bitter at Chad Reed, and I don't know if it has something to do with he might get his ride next year? And just far as an observation goes, I I mean, this is just me, the outside looking in, but it just seems like he's a dick. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't know of any lawsuit or anything to any promoter. I don't believe that's true. I don't know where you heard that from. I I don't believe it. Uh, I don't think he's bitter at Chad, uh, and he can be a dick. Uh, That is his personality. JT, uh, you've known Weston Pike for for, Mm -hmm. forever.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll start from the top. I have not heard anything about a lawsuit. That's news to me. Uh, I don't think he was bitter at Chad because it had nothing like they didn't really cross each other. Like Weston got his, had his deal, got paid. Chad filled in. They had nothing to do with in either one of them. Uh, but yeah, he can be a dick if he wants to, but he can also be great and super cool and right be super interactive like he was at that makeup to mud event in texas last weekend you know so yeah yeah just yeah, whatever
1: he's he's abrasive he's he's a he, he lives his life that way for sure like i mean you know i, I know j bones told me sometimes like you know he comes off and he says things that is politically incorrect and he you know he's he's real and 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 sometimes they're just like whoa dude but I think his uh, dad's like that, too. I think Louie Pike's the same way. And, and, you know, different personalities make the world go round. And he's, he's, yeah, you know. As
3: far as, like, a lawsuit or whatever, I don't know. It, it was based off some of the stuff that I've, I've seen on social media or whatever and kind of put the pieces together. But something nah. to do with the way they handled the hospital and, and the emergency and all that and the way, you know, like, when he got hurt from that accident, and, and I can't, I, I
1: can't see that. Honestly, it's first of all, it's it's France, so uh, I don't know if you can walk yeah, <laughs> with that. I don't know if you. It's not America. Uh, you know, you try to sue, yeah, you try to sue mean, somebody man. in Europe or or even Canada. It does not in, end in the same way as it does in America. So, I don't know what he could possibly do. I know from talking to Eric Pernard, who you know helped him out. He went to an incredible hospital. Uh, with the latest greatest stuff, um, they were they they all said how lucky he was that he was getting some of these doctors that are you know very very rare and very great. Um, so everyone at that I was there at the race and everyone was uh, that I spoke to was very excited. Not excited, I guess that's the wrong word. Uh, happy that he went to this hospital um, because of the doctors and the technology they have at this place. So I don't know. I I, I don't think there's any anything to that, Chad. I, I don't know, but I, I would guess not. Okay. So. That's cool. All right, man. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate yep, it. Thanks. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, what's up? You want to talk about High Point viewing?
2: Hey, yeah. Um, this is my first time going to High Point. I've been to Buds and um, Muddy Creek before, but uh-huh. I just moved to Pennsylvania. Um, I was wondering about where are some of the best places to watch the racing?
1: Mm, it's a good track for viewing. It's uh, it's really good. Um, Up by the tunnel jump, huh? JT's pretty good all up around there, I think. It's
0: pretty good. You know what? I had my best success um, just being out in the middle. Uh, you kind of get a lot of different angles, and you kind of walk around. Uh, it is challenging, though. I mean, any track with hills, it's going to naturally block some, some areas. But I would say if I were you, I would just move around to, you know, watch each moto from a different area, but try to get okay. as much you know elevation as you can. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it is challenging to try to see the whole track from one spot, no doubt.
1: Yeah, it okay. um yeah, I don't know there's a lot of VIP tickets. Uh I don't know how you know if you can afford them or not, but um they they put those sp- spots uh in the good viewing areas. Um so you might mm-hmm. want to look into that if you if your if your uh, wallet allows you to do that. Um yeah, just like J T said, move around and um watch from every turn. When I was a kid going to Millville, like I'd watch the whoops for a moto, I'd go watch the hills for the moto. I'd you know, my myself and my buddies would wander around and and I think that's the best experience, to just wander around and find different tracks or corners and jumps, you know? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. So, awesome, man. Um, Anything else? I just want to say,
2: uh, just want to say that this would be my first time going to a race and playing Pulp Fantasy, so I'm super excited about that.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it could go terribly for you, but, <laughs> but hopefully, yeah. hopefully it goes all right, you know? Uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. Thanks ready for,
0: for some stress. Right. Thanks
1: for playing, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, especially JT, trying to get your phone to connect at some of those places when there's lots of people Ooh. there. You know, yeah. High points tough. <laughs> right. Uh, point. Let's go to Jonesy. Jonesy, what's up? You want to talk about AC? Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? Uh, yeah.
4: So I got a little bit of a pet peeve that I've developed over the last handful of weeks of the okay. start of the uh, outdoors. Uh, everyone in the media seems to be jumping on the trend that AC is this big surprise to be doing so well. And I just don't buy it. I mean, I may have not had him as 1A going in, but definitely as maybe 1B behind uh, right there with Dylan and probably with Justin Cooper. He's obviously the fastest guy in the class in Supercross. I know he hasn't showed a lot of results in the outdoors, but he's kind of been behind the eight ball every single season going into the outdoors, whether it be illness, coming off injury, or whatever the case may be.
0: What say you as to, to why he's such a surprise to you? Because I, I just don't see it. What do you think, JT? Well, for me, it basically comes down to this. You know, he'd only won one outdoor ever coming into the season, and now he's won three in a row. So to me, that's a pretty big shift in his success rate. Uh, I don't think anybody would be truthful if they were saying they didn't think he would be relevant at the front. But to win all three races so far, I don't know that anybody had that penciled in either, especially coming off such a heartbreaking Supercross series where he was, you know, clearly focused on that down the stretch and outdoors was looming. But he had a Supercross championship to win. To me, it's just a a pretty big turnaround from what his results have been. So I don't necessarily disagree with your, you know, one A, one B, one C thing. Mm-hmm. I had him in my top three but I definitely didn't have him winning three races in a row.
1: Um, well, Jonesy, if you look at this way, like, okay, so he'd won one national, right, coming in. Uh, Cooper was second in the points last year without, with no wins, but he was second in the points last year. Amart had won, I think Amart's won two nationals and was second, you know, three out of the last four years. Uh, Jordan Smith, or I'm sorry, McElrath was won two, I think, nationals. RJ's won one. Ferrandez um, won one or two last year. So, in a the way of
4: my thought is all the competition left the class no really that's proven in that's
1: that where I'm going yeah in a way you know the Jeremy Martins the Zach Osborne the Aaron Plessinger guys are out right um and, and so there were there has to be somebody to take those wins and why not AC so I see your point Jonesy um but looking at the numbers he you know he had one career win so now he's got now he's got four right um I'm not,
4: so I'm not gonna argue three is a surprise but yeah, if he would have told me he's the point leader after three rounds and
1: say, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, well, also, but That's I think, yeah, no, uh, no, it's not, it's not a bad thought, Jonesy. Also, I think uh, I, I myself underestimated um, how much he would rebound from Vegas. I think he's going four fifties next year. I believe that deal's done. He's never been an outdoor guy. He just had the most crushing, emotional defeat of his life, um, professional life, anyways, uh, in Vegas, and I wasn't sure on how much motivation slash uh get upness, uh, that's a word that AC would have. But he's proving me wrong. Uh you, you know understand JT what I'm saying? Like that was for me. I'm like how is this kid going to rebound from this?
0: Yeah, I I think just spoke to his character. Uh and we we've known that knowing him personally that he's a a really headstrong kid and he ha- he's just he has a good head on his shoulders to use the same pun there. Um but really, I mean, I think that's carried him through. He's mm. he's found poise, and he's always been, um, I think, more intelligent beyond his years, to say. And he's proving that out, because I think it would have crippled a lot of people. You know, I'm not saying they would have not been able to ride or anything, yeah, but just... to come out and win three races in a row yeah. after... Seemingly, our world just fell apart in Vegas. That speaks and, and, a lot about him.
1: And JT, his deal is next year is done, we believe. Yeah. So, like, he yeah. he's he's moving up. He's got a contract. Right. He's getting paid. He doesn't have to ride his balls off for a deal or anything. Like, all of that combined, you know? So, uh, thanks, Jonesy. Wonderful. Appreciate it, man.
2: Appreciate
0: it, guys. Thank, Thank you.
1: So. Hi, he makes some good points for sure. When you look at Adam's resume, Adam's career, like, you're like, yeah. And, and you look at the guys moving up, right? So,
0: well, uh, yeah. And we all. I can I can transparently say that we all thought he would be in the mix. You know, yeah, yeah. I think just the surprises, the consistency, and his ability to win three in a row when he's won one time in five previous years. You know, there's yep. obviously something to it.
1: Um, Jt, you're close to the to the guys at the Rocky Mountain KTM team. How banged up is Baggett going to be, or how banged up is he now, and how banged up is he going to be? When do we expect Blake to be 100 percent and ready to go? He, you know, he's dealing with some injuries.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. You know, I haven't heard a whole lot. Um, To me, it just seems like they're kind of managing it. I don't think there's any miracle cure they're going to come across. But, you know, to me, it's just a time thing and pain management. He was much better than I expected at Thunder Valley, but he's also not in the mix to podium or win yet either. So I don't think anybody's satisfied. I just think it's, uh, you know, day to day and weekend to weekend. I don't when I got the feeling that they were kind of just trying to get through these events and get better and better without taking setbacks. That's that's the big thing is you don't want to go backwards. You don't want to have a crash. You don't want to jam it or do anything where it's like, well, there we go. We're not going to be able to ride again for another two weeks, which was kind of the story of Supercross. You know, he had, he had back problems, mm-hmm. and he's dealt with uh, wrist, thumb, all kinds of different things over the last few seasons where he hasn't really been able to – do the kind of work he wanted to. So they've they've kind of been going in with one arm tied behind their back. And yeah, you wonder just when is he going to be able to get down to business and ride the way he wants to. Uh I just every time he comes off I, I look at him and I can kind of see it in his face that he's he's not riding hundred percent. Like right. he's he's avoiding certain bumps and he's not airing out jumps like remember, you know, stuff like he would do at Freestone where he's just jumping a hundred yards out into the rollers. That's his style. That's the kind of stuff he does. And I don't think he's riding that way right now. I right. think he's trying to make sure he doesn't hurt his wrist or thumb or anything and, and go backwards. That's, um,
1: that's tough to race nationals like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, well, it is. And I think he's so talented that he can do that and stand inside the top ten. But to win, to be at his absolute best in that 2017 form, he can't ride that way. He's got to be able to just fully send it. Uh, but that takes being fully healthy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Um. Benny Boss coming back this weekend. We haven't seen Benny uh since uh, last last outdoor season uh towards ACL before Supercross. Yep. Where is he going to go right now? Is he Chiz right now? Uh 10, 10 to what would you say 12 to 18? And where yep. and can he get back to, you know, 5-6 spot where he was?
0: Yeah, it'll be nice from this weekend like we talked about. It won't be blazing hot. Um I don't know. You know, it's it's really difficult when you haven't raced. He has he hasn't raced since what last August. Right you know, and he hasn't, um, you know, he got hurt in November and then, you know, he's been riding for a little while, but every time I've ever done it, everybody will, you'll, you'll hear them mention that racing is just so much different than practicing. And you can practice with guys you race against and you can try to simulate it, but it's just different. The adrenaline and the track conditions are different and you're nervous and all these things. So, I'm sure there will be a breaking in period, um, but I I do fully expect him to be in the top 15. I think he's capable of that. He's on a, you know, for all intents and purposes, a factory KTM. Um, And then just with, you know, I don't think Todd Waters is racing. I don't think Cody Cooper's racing. Justin Hill's out. um, And there might be more, more dominoes to fall before Saturday as far as PRs. So he's definitely catching a break as far as the competition goes.
1: Uh, 586 pulp. Give us a call. We're giving away a fly racing revel chest protector. Uh, this can be worn over the jersey or under the jersey, either one. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us a call. We're looking to give away, give that away. Um, uh, before the end of the show. So, as I said, uh, fly racing Moto sixty show presented by Get and Pro Taper Maxis, and the folks at One Hundred Percent. Uh, before we let Jason Thomas go, uh, coming up with Dan Truman here, JT. Who pulp max fantasy talk. Um, we're gonna get a lot of new entrants this weekend uh east coast first east coast race who's a couple guys you think that could come through yeah i I, I love that
0: conversation because the racing completely changes uh to me when you talk about this type of track and this type of dirt we're not going out on a limb here but i think this could be the change justin cooper needs uh this this mount morris track and dirt you know it's it's pennsylvania but it's still New England-type dirt and and probably something he's much more accustomed to and grew up on. So I expect him to get it done. I mean, look how close he was in Lakewood. But I picked him to win this race. Uh, I think he will, if he's going to turn it around, I think he does here. Mm-hmm. And then I will back that up with his teammate, Dylan Ferrandez. Uh, if he wants any chance at this championship, he's got to make it happen on tracks that I think suit him. This one, Unadilla, um, there, there are just – specific tracks where he is better than you know the other guys, and I think this is one. So, if Justin Cooper doesn't win, I, I think uh, Dylan Ferrandez will be the guy that steps up. And I'm not going to say out of nowhere, yeah. but he yeah. really hasn't been all that relevant so
1: right, far. Right. Uh, I was talking more privateers, but no, that that's good stuff. Is there a guy that's showing up, you know, Jeremy Smith, Hand, any one of these guys showing up? Uh, Heath Harrison?
0: Yep. Any yep. Any- I, I just don't know about these guys. I mean, it seems like every time these guys show up mid-string, they are out of shape or their bike's not ready or just something <laughs> in the, the whole package is not together, and that doesn't bode well for an outdoor national. You have to have everything put together to do 70 minutes of racing and, and have a good result at the end.
1: So there's going to be some guys that are going to scare the crap out of you. They're going to qualify well, and then you're going to be this. I don't know what to
0: do. <sighs> yeah, I, my general rule of thumb for fantasy is I just stay away from those guys. I, I just don't trust them, and I would rather be wrong and stay away and those guys do well, then prove myself right and pick them and they just DNF or pull off or something goes wrong because they're not ready. That just seems to be the rule more often than not is two motos that long, if you don't have everything put together, something's going to go awry. Right,
1: right, exactly. You got a good point there. All right, Uh, so you're not going this weekend. Um, You're you're coaching it. Uh, And uh, flyracing.com, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. See you. Right, see ya. That's Jason Thomas, everybody, on the Fly Race and Moto60 show. ProTaper.com. GetData.it. Uh, Maxis.com. And Ride100percent.com. Use the code MOTO60 to save 25% on a casual parallel and accessories. Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, let's get some phone calls. Dan Truman coming right up here shortly. Uh, first up is Garrett. Garrett, what's up, man? How are you?
4: Not much, man. Um, I was just wondering. So I, I know you're in the middle of the season and you're doing supercross, but... I was just wondering when you're going to do um, another sound check. You
1: like those ones, huh?
4: Oh, I'm huge into music, huge into photos, right. like my two things. And so those were awesome when you first started doing them, especially when yeah, you did Lars, who had the metal. Yeah, so.
1: but dude, I can't, like these guys just all like rap. They all like rap. <laughs> and, and honestly, I have nothing against rap, but I know nothing about rap. And I and honestly, I think a lot of it sucks. It's just, it's just you know, you're. I just, I'm not into rap. A lot of it sucks, and that's what these kids are into. These riders. So, the biggest thing for me is trying to find these guys to do it, right? Like, like, like who who can do? Like, I don't care if you like country. I'll do country. Uh, country sucks too, by the way, but I, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but I just yeah, don't. Yeah. I like to have conversations about the music with the riders, as you know, if you listen to them. And I don't know anything about rap, and and I don't know what. I just be like, yeah. So what's he talking about there? Money and chicks and cars. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, totally so, understandable. So, I mean nothing against it, but I got a fu- I was tr- struggling to find guys to do them with. Like I was sending out texts to guys and they're like, "Yeah, I just I don't know music. I don't listen to music or I just like rap." And I'm like, "Okay, moving on." You know? So, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, I, I yeah. maybe I need to dip into some industry guys, you know?
4: Yeah. Yeah, like Lars and all those guys. Right, right. Like
1: ones. yeah, maybe there's some 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 guys in the industry. I I was more thinking writers, you know, but but uh, I don't Oh know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, man, no, thanks. Thanks for listening to those. I, I appreciate them. And yeah, I will do some more when I get some time and maybe start thinking about it a little bit. Maybe I can go back to some retired riders, even, you know, some guys that,
4: yeah, it'd around. be cool to hear some of the OGs, like, you know, that were around
1: with
4: Tara right. like, Furman and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can try something like that, man. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks for the call.
2: Okay. Yeah,
3: thanks.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, let's go to dark side. He's on too. dark side. What's up? How are you?
2: What's up, man? Well, first of all, Garrett is a hundred percent, right. We we need some more sound checks. Yeah, I, I disagree with you, though. I can listen I'd rather hear one on rap than country. Um, oh, okay.
1: Country. Well, either way, <laughs> right, I, I hey. want, either way, I'd like to just saw my ears off with with a with a hacksaw. Yes. Before totally I listen agree. to anyone. Totally
2: one agree. Let, yeah. Let's make it happen. Let's find But Maybe Justin Hill would do one.
1: Uh, I texted him a couple times, and uh, one time he said he would do it, and another time he never got back to me. I probably I probably said something bad about his riding, and then that was it. You know how these guys work. So. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: Well, hey, okay, so I'm not even worried about uh, nationals this weekend. I want to know about chasing the sun with keeper, man. It looked like you were shredding, having a good day.
1: Uh, shredding would be a, a term that I would not use for that, but um, okay, it was fun. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Cahia Creek vet track, um, it was fun. Jumps were easy and kind of big, so that was cool. Um, yeah, it was good. Good times, man. Um, I enjoyed riding it. It was fun. The that Yamaha is, is so good, man. I just I, honestly, I yeah. love that bike. It is. It's got a great motor. It's a lot of fun to ride. And when it's set, when the bike is set up for you, and it's doing everything you you want it to do, it, it's a fun time. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, we I was out this last weekend at Cycle Ranch for that can't make up the mud, and Yamaha had a bunch of loaner bikes. They were letting people borrow, and I didn't ride one. I rode my own, but everybody seemed like them. So yeah, I mean Yamaha, it, it was cool, and yeah. I got to. Learn how to jump from Weston Pike at Cycle Ranch, so hmm. that was good. You my he, game a little bit. All
1: right, he didn't just tell you to, to F and do it this way, and that was it.
2: Uh, no, he was he was uh, being politically correct because oh. there was a lot of women taking oh. the class, but okay. he was busting my balls quite a bit. Good so. job,
1: Weston. I'm glad he. Yeah, could. yeah. You know, I'm glad he's not an animal all the time. So. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, That's it, man. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll listen to the rest of it later. All right.
1: Thanks, Darkside. Appreciate it. Thank thanks. you. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, High Point, this coming weekend. Um, we're gonna give away that fly racing chest protector, still that Rebel chest protector on the uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Let's bring our next guest in from Athena and get it's Dan Truman. What's up, man? How are you?
4: I'm good. How's it
1: going? It's good, man. I'm 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 stoked to be here. And like Dark Side, we were talking about that riding. You were one of the guys on the text message saying, "Don't go to Milestone on a Wednesday. It's Pro Day. Don't go there. That's terrible advice." Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah go go enjoy yourself at a, at a track without a bunch of guys and stopwatches and. Yeah, you'll have a lot more fun. I'm sure you would have not had fun. No, not that you're not. Don't belong out there. Or I've never even seen you ride, but it's not fun. No, I don't belong out fun. there.
1: No, I yeah, <laughs> I, I don't belong out there. I, I've been riding at Glen Helen on Thursdays, and you're just like, this sucks. That guys are behind yeah. you, revving their bikes, they're jumping over your head. You're just like, yeah, no, this is terrible. Right, so yeah,
4: I, I rode at a decent level and and I don't even, I don't like going out there, like I would much rather just go ride some local track by myself, right. and have some fun. yeah,
1: so. I posted a clip of me riding on Instagram, and i I must have 300 comments. It's insane
4: I've seen it, Kenny commented, yeah. I've seen it like you you, you yeah. got some uh, good feedback
1: yeah it was it was it was uh, pretty amazing, so all right, hey, so, uh, put yourself in Tyler Keith's shoes right now, Dan. Uh, TLD KTM (laughs) manager. So Jordan Smith, he's toughed it out, but it's not working. He's going to go have surgery. Uh, McArath is out this weekend. Uh, Cantrell has been out. Uh, Mitchell Falk has been out. Uh, You pick up McAdoo off the couch. First time he's been on a KTM since he was on 65s. And then Wilson Todd, who told me, like, he kind of got to go back to Australia. He's leading the points. I guess he's staying. But... You literally have nobody on your team if you're Tyler Keith that you tested with or decided to go racing with.
4: Yeah, he he's in a tough spot, and I'm friends with Tyler, and I speak to him, you know, weekly, and we we talk about this stuff, and and it it's such a good team, and and Tyler's such a good dude. It, I feel bad for him, I really do. You know, he's reached for these amateurs like Drake. Drake's the only guy that I think that he has that he was planning on having, and and Jordan is hurt. I know people are kind of bashing him, saying, oh, he's just not doing good.
1: No, but he's, he's hurt. Yeah, I, he's been I, hurt.
4: I talked to – yeah, I, his hand goes numb after 15 minutes. I mean, he's, he needs to get it fixed or he's going to ruin all of next season also. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think Shane had a big crash this week is kind of what I'm hearing. Um, I haven't talked to Tyler this week, but I think he had a crash from what I'm hearing. So, that's unfortunate, but he should be back next week. But, yep. yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not going well. Shane has the speed, <laughs> he, he gets up front, and then, you know, it's – it yeah. doesn't go well,
1: but. yeah it dude, just but you think about it, like Decoster made a comment about his team uh on uh, somewhere in an interview about not not being happy with the results, and for whatever that's worth, Roger can cherry pick stuff at times, you know um he, so he's he's got a little bit of that going on, he's got underperforming riders, he's got injured riders, he's got fill in guys like sweet jesus this is this is he's just juggling chainsaws, trying to get any kind of result, and uh and it, it's going tough know
4: if it's, I don't know if it's going to get any better, you know. Right, right, Unfortunately, his list of riders for next year doesn't look really that good, uh, you know, on paper. Um, so yeah, he's gonna. It's it's going to be a little bit. I think before yep. it turns it around. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we believe we believe Jordan Smith's going to pro circuit, and we think McElrath's leaving too, don't we? Uh, if rumors are to be believed, yeah. and, and close pe- people that are close to the situation.
4: Yeah, it sounds like Jordan Jordan for sure. Um that deal would be closer than I think the Shane Shane leaving deal. Right. Uh Shane would Shane would be on a 1-year deal regardless. You remember he was going to point out anyway this yep. year. Yep. So no matter where Shane goes, he's a 1-year deal I think. So uh I think they're going to do what they can to keep Shane. You mm-hmm. know, he was the best on their team this year. Yeah. And he has he's one of the only guys who, who has won a bunch of races for them.
1: So Yeah, dude.
4: I, I could see Shane. I could see them Coming up with what they need to to keep Shane yep. if, if it comes down to it.
1: But yeah, dude, tough, tough summer for Tyler Keith and the TLD KTM team ahead. Um, where do you think? What's McAdoo's ceiling? What do you, What do you think?
4: Um, I think he's a good rider. I just I, I know JT had mentioned it. Jumping in this series, man, it's tough. You know, it, it's not easy to jump in with these guys who have already raced three races and, and had good training. But I think I think by Red Bud, he's a he's a top ten guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know every moto, but right now I kind of put them around the twelve to fourteen range.
1: So, um, yeah, and uh, so hey, also to uh, JGR, it's got, you know those guys well. Obviously, uh, working with Chad and and, and everybody everybody else over the years. Uh, Chiz is in for Justin Hill. The PR came out. It says Hill is week to week with a shoulder injury. But as I was telling JT, like this, they're not bringing Chiz in for a race or two. This has got to be a two, three, four week deal at least. Yeah, when you think. I don't
4: know yeah i mean i I definitely know that uh chiz got the call you know yesterday and and is is filling in and he doesn't know the extent of it either uh justin obviously has to get some tests done on his shoulder and see how or you know see how bad it is um you know obviously if he needs surgery that's a year-end thing you know Mm -hmm. i I have no idea how bad it is he could have just popped it out and popped it back in i'm not sure so um but they need a they need a guy out there right and there's there's not a long list of guys that can fill in right now that are in shape enough to ride outdoors. And Chiz, he just motos every day, regardless. You know, <laughs> if he has a ride or not. He no, yeah, just yeah. Just, it. yeah Chiz yeah. just
1: wants to ride his bike. He rides dirt bike. That's, that's
4: it. <laughs> yeah, he just rides their bikes, and you know, and he like you know goes to Disney World because he has a season pass afterwards, and that's right. what he does every single day.
1: So, yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much.
4: You know, it was pretty easy filling for Chiz. He's easy going, and yeah, um, you know, he he doesn't really care too much about like what bars to use and all that stuff he's just chiz you know he's yeah. just gonna he, he's gonna be a solid guy i think yeah. he'll be right around lorenzo the 12 to 15 range the first race and i think he'll get better from there
1: chiz is gonna so. chiz that's what we've been that's what we say on our show chiz is just gonna chiz he's yep. just he'll give you a 100 he'll give you a working man's effort you know and put you put your bike up there and and everything else so um hey so cooper webb season like i'm kind of I'm a bit mystified. At opening moto at Hangtown, you're like, oh, yeah, look at this guy go, you know. Um, not a great Paula. He was on the Pulp Show. He said he didn't like the track. It wasn't his place um, to do really well. And he also said that, you know, like everybody involved in a Supercross points chase, he'd barely done any outdoor stuff, right? Uh, come into uh, into um, Lakewood, uh, a good a good one moto. Then the other moto, like, he was just getting – guys were just going around him. Um So I don't know where I'm at with Cooper Webb's outdoor season. Look, it's already been a successful year. He could go out tomorrow with a sprained ankle. It does not matter um, because of that Supercross title that came out of nowhere. But I don't know how his year has been going. If someone said, rank Cooper Webb's outdoor series to me, I'd be like, eh? Shoulder shrug. I don't know. What do you think?
4: Um, I agree with you a little bit, but I think that Marv has been a bigger letdown for me than Cooper has outdoors that i thought marv would be closer to kenny mm-hmm. and eli than i mean i think Cooper's going to be fine and he crashed the second moto I, I know we discussed this in our group text he crashed the second moto at lakewood i know he wasn't having a great race but he didn't just fall back to where he finished he did yeah. crash and he got okay. third the first moto so out of six motos he's been on the podium twice and you know fifth one so i don't think it's that bad i think he's i think he's top four again this weekend um, and I think he's just a step behind Eli Kenny yep. and put Marv right there. But I still think he beats Jason, and he's right there with those guys. Yeah, it's not the best season, but we've seen this so many times where guys have yep. to win that Supercross title, and I mean that's the elite in our sport. And he he really didn't ride outdoors, like he and he's never raced a KTM outdoors. So yep. I think he's each week he's struggling a bit.
1: Right. I, so. I I with with Anderson and with Coop and with different guys over the years. You begin to appreciate the guys like Dunge and Villopodo or Ricky or any of these guys that would ramp it back up for outdoors. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, all right, cool. I won a title. Uh, I just did 17 races in 18 weeks. Uh, now it is time for me to go out and dominate outdoors. You just like, wow. As, as the years go on, you think to yourself, for sure, you know,
4: 100%. But you got to remember, too, the year Dunge did that, won both, he struggled at the first few outdoors. People forget, like, Alessi won. You know the first one. Chad won the second one that year, or whatever it was. It it takes those guys a little bit of time to get back into the group, Mm -hmm. you know, to get back in that. And also, those guys have maybe ridden those bikes year to year. Where Cooper's on an all new bike, never raced it outdoors. Probably didn't test much outdoors in the off season. You know what I mean? The focus was Supercross. So I'm not, I'm not willing to give up on him yet.
1: No, I'm not either. No, no, yeah.
4: I don't think he gets to that Eli speed right now. Like I don't see that. I don't see him coming out at Redbud and just winning. But I also think that he's going to be better this weekend and i think he's going to be a consistent podium guy the rest of the
1: year see i i think you talked about marv a little i think osborne starts to being that consistent podium guy i like osborne to emerge over anderson webb and marvin i really do i think osborne's going to be the guy
4: i think osborne's great i mean in that class at least we have six or six real guys right when you throw in marv osborne and anderson um koop kenny and, and and eli i think those guys are the elite guys zach's only issue is starts if you know you look at colorado he starts second he gets second but you look at the other motos mm-hmm. you know he starts 15th and he can only get to six because right. those other guys start up front um he definitely has to work on his starts and i know he's been working on them and he's never been a great starter but um yeah, Zach Speed's awesome. I think Zach is definitely going to step up in there. I do yeah. agree.
1: I yeah, think I just good. like him to slowly emerge from that pack a little bit as the, as the series winds, up, winds down, you know. So um, yeah. let's get to uh, some phone calls here. We got the Lions almost full. Uh, CJ's on two. What's up, CJ? You want to talk about Tyler Keefe? What's going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was just wondering with these managers, you know, and their performance. Tyler Keefe's TLD guys have pretty much yet to perform other than a
4: couple race wins. Albuquerque at JGR has it panned out with uh, anybody. When do uh, these teams look at managers and go, you know, you're out. It's not the guys that are
1: uh, riding for them that are failing. Yeah, yeah, you don't see that in our sport, Dan.
4: Um, I mean, you do a little bit. I think Forrest Butler was in a bit of a slump and he brought in Michael Byrne as a, you know, to kind of help him. Forrest does more of the sponsorship stuff. Michael took over the rider stuff. So I think you do see it getting pushed out, like, I don't think J-Bone's, they're just like, oh, Justin Hill's not doing good. J-Bone, you're out tomorrow. Because in our sport, unfortunately, the rider still does most of the thing, right? Like, there are some bad decisions made, but I don't put any of that on Tyler Keith. Like, the efforts that he goes for testing and to help out and to do his riders good, I think is pretty good. You know, we see the backside of it, in our sport, you definitely don't see it like the big sports where they get replaced, but right. I also don't think it plays as big a role uh, uh, on the rider's side. And, and
1: I don't believe Tyler Keith is the one pounding the test saying, we got to sign Drake and Cantrell and do, you know, now, like, you know, I don't think... Todd's... Well,
4: Keith, Keith gives the list to the guys, right? Like, right. he's like, hey, I really want, you know, for instance, he probably wants Prado to come over here, right? But it's like... At the same time, Prado's probably going, if I go over there, I want to ride factory bike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though it is a factory bike, yeah, yeah. he just wants to be on the – you know, remember when Marv – Tyler didn't get Marv when Marv rode a 250 for that same reason. Right. Marv wanted to be on the factory team, and, and you know, Tyler should have got all those wins that Marv had.
1: Right. You know? Um, so. All right. Oh, and we, yeah.
4: we've, we've seen teams
2: like Shuffle, like Will Hahn, and Michael Byrne, like Dan just said. I'm just wondering,
4: you know, when – when this list is that long, why why we don't see it as much? So
1: yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I think it, it would be
4: good. I, I think it would be good. Honestly, I mean, we will tell you. Me and Paul at Motocross the Nations, we looked at some team managers that should not have been team managers of that. Make some terrible decisions on gate picks and things like that. I do think it's good to bring in guys like Michael Byrne and Will Hahn and things like that. I really do think it is
3: good.
1: Yeah, but sometimes you get the ex riders that don't know what's go- like. I, I, I like Bobby Moore, but I had him as a team manager. He was terrible and as a team manager nice guy but it wasn't i agree i'm just like you know so how do you know which x rider or which guy i don't know yeah yeah i mean that's
4: where you have to you have to try people out right i mean i mean michael michael byrne might not have worked out but it turned around and he he got the team some wins and i think he showed that he was good you know what i mean just using
1: him for an example right yeah yep uh hey uh good 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 call cj you want to fly race and revel chest protector
4: I would love one to protect myself in the off-road.
1: Fantastic. All right, stay on hold, all right? This will get your information, all right? Thank you. Uh, no problem. Let's go to four here. J.D., you want to talk about McAdoo?
2: Yeah, with, uh, with Smith and um, McElrath. McEl- McElrath out, I see McAdoo being top ten this weekend and from here on out. I mean, that's two less competitors yep. that, that he could take the place of. And is Cummington in or out? And if he's out, for the rest of the season, does Husky put somebody on that bike?
1: What do you think, Dan?
4: I don't think Husky puts anybody on the bike. Um, I don't know how long he's out for. I mean, you've seen guys be able to get, you know, some some medicine and recover from this epstein bar thing. Everybody's body takes it different. Um, Covington, I think, won't come back until he's, he's ready. He's better than what he showed. Like, I've seen him ride. He's better than that. Um, but I don't think Husky puts anybody on the bike. Dino's coming back. They already have Jason and and uh, and Zach, and they have they have Mosman, who's doing pretty good. I, I don't think they put anybody on the bike.
1: Uh, what about McAdoo Do you top ten, Dan?
4: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I had him 12th to 14th. Right. I don't. I mean, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes 10-10. I just think that it's you know Christian Craig's had a couple bad races. I think he's behind that group of Craig and Hunter Lawrence and and those guys, uh, the star guys. You look at Oldenburg coming back this week. He kind of replaces the McElrath guy, I think. So. Um, yeah,
1: I mean I I still think he's right around that point.
2: I think Cameron can beat Craig outdoors mm. on a two fifty.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think there's a little bit of adaptation to the um to the steel frame, KTM. I really do. Um, the bike
2: is way different. It really is. Yeah.
4: It really is different. Yep. I guess we'll so, see, J D. We'll, Thanks we'll for agree. the call, man. Appreciate you got it. 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 Thank
1: you. Uh yeah, I'm a McAdoo fan for sure. I hope he does well. A good kid. Um I like him. Uh John, what's happening, man? What's going on? John, you there?
2: Hey. Yes, sir. Um, we're my buddy's trying to go down to Florida for the first national, his first
0: national, and um, we're trying to figure out how to get him into press day. And so now you're a former team manager. Uh, I And you might would know because uh, I emailed a bunch of people and no response.
1: Yeah, I think you can ride press day if you're pre-entered. Um, I think it's open for everybody. Um, I saw. A
2: you e- show up.
1: Uh, no, that
4: that that's not true. That's not true. At At Lakewood, they wouldn't let Martine ride it, and they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't let uh, they wouldn't let a lot of people ride it. They wouldn't let Lorenzo ride it. He wanted to test his new engine. They are trying to limit it.
1: Oh, okay. So, because I got Kiefer and uh, no problem. Like, yeah, I'm like no no issues. So
4: yeah, I mean, I was at PC when they they told Martin no, and he was like, "What do you mean no?" Uh, so I I would have to I I would think you would have to contact MX Sports, right? Yeah, uh, they're the ones they're the ones who who do it um you know kind of give them a reason it's his first race or or whatever yeah. kind of give them a reason why and i know for that race they do want a lot of people to ride press day so that might be one that they are open to more people to because they want to sell tickets uh, so
1: you might get lucky there you know who you want to contact i just looked up the email you, john you know who you want to contact
0: um uh, no Brandon, i mean i have Brandon on the Brandon. Spor- Brandon at next level sport
1: Brandon at nextlevelsportsinc.com
4: Yep, that, okay. that is handled. Yep. All right, well, thank you for that. No problem.
1: Good luck. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. I just gave up Brandon's email, but get swamped. Um, anyways, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Uh, Dan Truman here. Uh, from uh, Athena and Get. How's things at Get, Dan? What's going on? How? What is the panic level about Tony right now over in Italy?
4: Uh, we're all right. Tony's oh, okay. <laughs> uh, honestly, Tony's bummed. He, he got really frustrated at the gate issue, um, which we all seen should have been a red flag um and then in, Fra- in, france.
1: He- in france in france in france yeah, yeah.
4: yeah he had a big moment on saturday oh uh, it was big yeah a really big crash and he's banged up and then his, you know his best friend that he travels with every single weekend uh had a really big scare this weekend with a, with a internal injury uh lapino yeah. lapino's wife actually works at athena and lapino is in athena pretty much every day and that's tony's best friend so it was a rough weekend for tony mentally you know you friends in the uh, so people who don't know, Lapino had a heart issue. Um, like, it was pretty scary. Um, in Russia, he didn't speak the language. It was pretty scary. But uh, he is all right. But, yeah, Tony, Tony was rough. And uh, uh, my boss, Gerardo, is really close to Tony, and he said he's rebuilding, and, and the goal is to start winning some races. So we'll see.
1: Um, so. I I just – look, it's been great. Geyser's been great. He's he's looks on form, looks like he's – you know, when he won the world title a few years ago. But you can't tell me Geyser's not going to have – big crashes. I just don't believe it. I I just, (laughs) yeah,
4: for me, I think when, when Hurlings comes back to form in a few weeks and then he's battling with those guys up front, I don't see Tim as the kind of guy who's going to go, okay, I'll just let Jeffrey win and I'll get second. I see Tim as the guy who goes, I'm the best I'm going to win. And that's when Tim will have that big crash. Um, where Tony, if Jeffrey's beating him, he doesn't care at this point, right? He just wants to get points. Right. Um, there was definitely two bad races in a row for Tony, uh, but there's a lot of motos left, and mm-hmm. Tim's been awesome. Like, don't get me wrong, he's been awesome, but I agree with you, Tim. Tim has had some big moments. <laughs> um, you plus, know, and, plus
1: we're going to some sand tracks too, where Tony's yeah very good. Yep, yep.
4: And, and Jeffrey will be good, and that's what I mean. I think when Jeffrey and Tony get up there and, and kind of put pressure on, on, on Tim. Tim's a lot like Stu. When he gets by himself and stuff, he's unreal. But when you put pressure on him, or he has to ride a little bit over his head, mm-hmm. he, you know, he hits the deck. So um, it, I love the series,
1: though. Do you? Th- oh, I know, I know you do. Uh, do you think that Hurlings, if need be, later in the series, pulls over for Tony? I think he would. You think he would? Yeah. Okay. I think he would. Yep.
4: I think um, I think he would just because he would take the high road, and he would just say, "Oh, I helped out," but I don't. I don't think it's going to come to that either. Either Tim's just going to keep kind of winning, or you know, or, or Tony's going to start coming back. I, I don't think it's going to come down to a one moto thing here or there. Okay. I mean, those guys have like a hundred point lead over third place. Yes,
1: yes, it's uh, ridiculous. It's
2: insane. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, all right. Before we let you go, Palmex Fantasy, of course, we know uh, you're a big part of it. Uh, who's a couple of privateers that uh, you got your eye on for this weekend? Because we got a lot of new guys.
4: We looked at the list. I mean, guys like Levi Kilberger are still racing. It's crazy to me. Um, You know, you got the Heath Harrisons, and I know JT mentioned it. It's really hard to pick these guys. We have no idea what they've been doing. I've picked Brock Poppy uh, here every year, the last three (laughs) or four years. This is the first race he does every year. And, I mean, he's come through for me, but I have no idea what he's been doing for the last year and a half. I mean, this is probably the last race he raced.
1: Um, (laughs) Jeremy Smith, hand.
4: I mean, there is a lot of guys signed up. There is even Jordan Jarvis is making her debut, um, you know, the WMX girl. So, like, I don't know. if She, she might make it. Like, she could literally qualify. I don't know. So, it's it's hard. Um, you know, we all picked Jordan <laughs> Smith to be our lock of the week, but yeah. I don't think he, uh, he's not, not racing. So, uh, dude, I, I have no idea. I'm useless. So, <laughs> look at practice time.
1: <laughs> There's going to be some guys that are going to qualify well that are going to bite sure. some dudes.
4: Jeremy Smith will qualify top 15. Right. Now, I have no idea what he'll do in the motos, but he will qualify top yeah, 15.
1: Yeah, especially with him being unseated first practice of the day.
4: Uh, yeah, I remember 450 to go first yep. this weekend. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah, it's, it'll be good. <laughs>
1: so. All right, man. Well, hey, are you going this weekend?
4: Uh, no, I'm nope. not going this weekend. I'll be in Florida next week. But right. I had a couple people message me on Twitter uh, how to get a hold of me. Um, Steve, they just email you, right, to get my email?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: On um, the discount code? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, just uh, simply uh, email me using the contact form on pulpamex.com. I'll pass it on to Dan, and you'll uh, take care of it for Get and Athena products. So, um, all right, man. Hey, thanks for the time. Appreciate it, Dan. Thanks, man. All sure. right, see you. That's Dan Truman from Get and Athena. Jason Thomas on earlier. Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. We give a Fly Racing Rebel chest protector away. Get, Pro Taper Maxis, 100%. Appreciate those. Guys, coming on the show. Appreciate you guys calling. Tits. Yeah, buddy. Fantastic job today. Thank you. Amazing job. It's just, it's unbelievable. (laughs) You brought energy, you brought passion, you brought it all. Got it all. See everybody next week.